It is another episode of Pardon the Punctuation. I'm Aaron Smith, joined as always by the better half of the Bearcat Brunch, Jeff Howell, uh, and the, self, the self-proclaimed, our better half, it's fine, um, oh, the, self- okay. the self-proclaimed best producer in the city, Ed Mayhall. Uh, we have a, a lot to unpack here that happened on Sunday, all of it between the hours of 1 o'clock and 6 o'clock. But uh, before we get into all of that, Ed, how's how's your week been? Uh, good, good weekend. Good weekend. A little snow on a Sunday, but Saturday we got out in uh, Bryce's basketball game. He uh, he scored his first point. Uh, we won, which was pretty nice. He had like four or five rebounds, which is really nice. So nice. Yeah, good little weekend, Jeffrey. Uh, basketball got canceled for us this weekend, which is good because the game was supposed to be at 3.15. And uh, there was, so yeah, oh yeah, I was going to have to have cell phone rocking while coaching. But the snow uh, snow came in and saved the day. And uh, they canceled they canceled all the games all day. And uh, so we got to stay home and watch, watch the, uh, the football game. It was good. Nice. Um, the eight-year-old in his basketball game, I think he hit like seven or eight shots. Um, I didn't end up going to get to watch it, um, cause he had a fever the night before. Didn't assume he was playing until he showed up to pick up his Jersey to go to the game and Brennix was sleeping. And so I was ill prepared for any of those things to transpire. Um, but oh. I did get to hear about it. Oh, good. Nice. Um, but Brennix is now, um, scooting everywhere oh uh, it's over for you in then. trouble yeah in it's trouble. over it's all over yeah she she doesn't know which way she's going she's going backwards it doesn't matter. it's all over it's all over i just want to harken back to a time maybe six eight weeks ago when aaron said i just can't wait till she's moving and everybody said yeah you your life dumbass. Is yeah it seems cool with beforehand like it's when still they're, fun. Where they're just laying there, you're oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. it won't be so much fun when they're moving around, and then like they start moving around, and then you hear then them, you're, like, even when they like, start moving around, you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Until they start getting into that's where I'm at, and then they're like, you know, pulling baskets off of things, and I just never realized them. I never realized how how much dog hair we have around this house. My well, God. there's that. There's that. My there's that God. too. They they if you just attach like uh, a small broom. To them, uh, they will. What are those Swiffers on her belly? Yeah, Swiffer. Like Swiffer. I'm, I'm, and... I'm, think, I'm thinking of making a, a duct tape onesie uh, that she just wears around. Yeah. Like, but but the duct tape yeah. on the outside, right? Like, no, a Swiffer. You just you just tape a Swiffer, like double sided tape, a Swiffer to her belly, and just let her Swiffer the whole house while she's crawling around. We'll figure it out. This is when it got real for me, Jeff. So like you know you you move stuff up levels yes. that they're not allowed to have right yeah, cor- correct and the the final boss is the refrigerator yeah and they one hit day the ice button and then one day she was quiet for a few minutes and i think i was in the living room on a call doing bcj stuff and when they're quiet it's the worst because something's happening something's and wrong. i was like hold on a second 
and she had taken a stool from our table because we have one of those high top dining room tables. She had taken a stool, taken it into the kitchen and put it next to the counter. She climbed on top of the stool to climb on top of the counter to get to the top of the fridge. And I was like, oh, she's evolving. What was even up there? I, nothing major at that like at that point by the time you have to put it to the top of the bridge it's just stuff that she like like won't stop trying to get into like so it wasn't like the, it wasn't like the knife block or anything no 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 it was, <laughs> it was, I, I can't even remember it was so long but it was something stupid that you're just like trying that she's always trying to get so you're okay then you put it on the dining room table then you put it on top of this. Then you put it on, and you're like you're you're stacking levels, and she's just like parkouring the house. And yeah, she was just standing there on like looking at me like, ha, <laughs> now you're stuck because I can get as high up as anything in this bitch. Once they start, once they're able to like move, and then they realize like, well, to get higher, all I got to do is move this chair because like I can right. get myself in the chair. And then, like, so I came I downstairs, the chair, I can and my the oldest chair. was like standing on top of like we have a uh, like a bar, or it's not really a bar, it's an island in the middle of the kitchen where they like eat breakfast and things. And I came down, and he was like standing on it like this. You know, and <laughs> like, well, yeah. the world is your oyster now, like, whatever you <laughs> want, you can have. And since then, they've, I mean, all of them, they all figure, and like, as you have, like, as there are, like, younger ones, and they learn from the older ones, so, like, earlier and earlier, they're able oh, yeah. to, like, do these things that, oh, yeah. you know, they, because the, the older ones are like, hey, why don't you get on top of that chair? Right, right. Yeah, I'm sure Here, climb let me up show there. you like, how. Dad's not going to yell at you if you climb up there and pull down all of, like, you know, the, the cupcakes and the whatever else yeah, is up there. Yeah, the young, cute one, yeah. Oh, no. So, that's life. It's great. Things I have to look forward to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, you, you, you've got bonus kids, so they're totally going to be trying to screw you over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Brennix is going to be there like, let's get it, Aaron. Let's make Aaron miserable. I'm, I'm certain that that's going to Oh, be man, I'm going to pay those all, bonus kids. They're all going to be conspiring. It's fine. Uh, yeah, Let me know what their cash apps are. Pin it, pin it on the girl. That's that's his soft spot. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, give, give me their cash apps. I'll be like, hey, I need you to take all of Aaron's headbands. I'll give you ten dollars in your cash app. All right, uh, the Bearcats did play on Saturday or Sunday. Uh, let's get to that first. They played last week too. That's that's the uh, the quickest thing I want to get to. Yeah, go ahead and uh, knock that out real quick. <laughs> Well, they played uh, but, South Florida on Wednesday. Oh yeah, in one eighty-five to sixty-nine, it was a great game. Uh, the first half was maybe the best half uh, I can remember. DDJ um, was was back he, with a vengeance yep. for sure. Um, you're knocking your mic around with your nervous knee. I stopped. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, <laughs> But both, desk. both the Julius and Landers end up with 21 in that one. Um, not a great game for Vic. Uh, Dan Skillings, though, ended up with 11 in that one uh, as Cincinnati cruises to a victory for 
the, I don't know how many straight, but last time they lost there was a decade ago. Um, and they'll they'll go into the Big Twelve without having lost to South Florida in over a decade. Um, but they win 85-69 in Tampa. And then you ran into the buzzsaw known as Penny Hardaway and the Memphis Tigers. Um, not a great game. We did mention that Vic didn't have a great game against South Florida. Had a fantastic game against Memphis. Season high. Uh, Career high. Career high. 22. Career high. Yep, 22. Uh, 10 rebounds, so he does finish with a double-double there. Uh, added in three steals as well. Uh, Landers, Landers Nolly. Finishes with 18 and 6. Uh, DeJulius, 15 and uh, 6 assists. Uh, Micah, not a great game. No. Odie, not a great game. No. Jeremiah Odie Davenport. Jeremiah Davenport hits three clutch threes in the second half, but overall, not a great game. One of those tied it up, did it? Something like that. Yes, at 50. Yep. Um, Josh Reed got a pro- 16, might be the most minutes he's had all season, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but Dan had not a great game. 15. Memphis is good. Memphis is good. They're not great, but they are they are good. I feel like if we would have been if we would have played the way that we played against uh Florida, um it would have been a, a better game, but t- you win some, you lose some. I hate I hate losing a penny. Um a lot of technicals in that game, weren't there like two or three for taunting? Taunting, flopping. Flopping, yeah, a lot of flopping in that game. Nolly, you thought you thought it was gonna be a good game when Nolly came out and busted a three, uh, but then we two, two fouls in the first three minutes, and we didn't score again for like five minutes. Um, I think I believe so, at one point the I believe at one point the announcer said Nolly's the leading scorer in this game, and I said he's the only scorer in this game right now. It's three to like eight or something. Well, I mean, the first ten minutes of the game, I feel it was like took about a half hour because of all the early fouls that were called the double tech and the flopping call. And I still, I don't think he actually hurt his ankle when he fell. Maybe he hurt it, but it, I don't think it was hurt real bad. I, I said this last night, he was the, the trainer was just sitting there with him holding his hand. Like he, he didn't actually, I don't even know if he touched his ankle. He's just kind of kneeling there in front of him. You'll and, be okay. Uh, I, I know that they were trying to say, like, see, look, he's not flopping. How's he flopping? He's, he's He almost had to go into the locker room, and then he goes to the bench and kind of hangs out there until he comes back in and then doesn't look ginger on his ankle the entire game. Drinking um, Gatorade. Not, like a, not, not to be compared to, like, Patrick Mahomes, who goes in at halftime and, and does whatever has to be done to come back and be able to play on an ankle. Not saying there were shots involved, but saying there were shots involved on Shigrin. that one. Um, yeah. Real quick to call him out, uh, but um, do you think? And just real quick, and, and then we can get off this topic. Do you think the snowstorm and the lack of crowd at that game had well, an effect? Oh, on on the on, on the Bearcats game. Yeah. Do you think that would have been a closer game if we would have had an arena full of loud fans? Do you think that the, they would have fed off that energy a little bit more? Well, I hate hate. Sunday, 1 o'clock basketball games. Yeah, I hate those too. I think they're hard games to get up for uh, by comparison to football games. 
uh, at one o'clock. Um, but again, that's things that people prepare all week for, as opposed to a basketball game where you're kind of like rolling out of bed, especially college students on a Sunday, um, trying to get up and hype. It's just not the same atmosphere as you're going to get on like a Saturday night, yeah. even a, a Thursday night, a Wednesday night game, um, probably more uh, college hype than you have at one o'clock on a Sunday. Um, but yeah, I certainly don't think the snow and the football game helped anything when you had uh, the memo go out to all students show up with an ID and you get in for free. And I believe it was either eight minutes or 12 minutes into the game uh, that you could come down from the upper bowl to the lower bowl uh, and just sit wherever you wanted. Largely, I would guess, because they were on ESPN2, and it looks terrible when nobody's in the lower bowl. And you have to fill that up. So it looks like a game worth a shit. On That happened to me one year. I, uh, buddy and I bought tickets. They were playing at, uh, I guess it was called U.S. Bank Arena at the time. Um, that ugh. yeah, we had way up, way up top seats, and this guy comes up to us and goes, "Uh, these these are guys' seats," and like, there's nobody sitting around us. I'm like, "Well, this guy kick us out of these seats," and I'm like, "Yeah, these are seats." He goes, "You guys want lower seats?" We're like, "Uh, sure." How much? He goes, "No, no, we we need people down in the lower bowl. You can go have." He gave us two tickets on the floor behind the basket. We we're about ten people away from Nick Lachey, so that was a sweet. So we get that kind of uh situation happening for you it's a, it's a nice little nice little thing yeah so i i think that that the weather and the, the football game definitely played a factor in attendance uh and that sucks when it's a game like cincinnati memphis um you you hate that that happens against them uh, it's, i don't i want to say there was a game against memphis what a couple seasons ago where their the weather affected it as well was it was it Memphis or, or Houston? I I don't. It was a big game where it was snow, Houston. snow also affected it. Um, regardless, you hate seeing that happen against a, a big game opponent. It's Memphis State. The jerseys are dope. I, I like the Memphis State jerseys, especially locked up against the Cats jerseys. I, I think that's a fantastic look. Um, They've done that twice now, and I hope they do it. Every time they play, I like it. Ever when again, gonna, never again. I mean, but I'm sure at some point you'll see like a Memphis Cincinnati out of conference game schedule, whatnot, what have you. Like, might be five, ten years down the road, but I, I, I want to say they need to wear the Cats versus Memphis State every time. Every time, it looks so fantastic. It looks great. I love it. Even the announcer at one point said Memphis State's up by six, and I'm like. He's he like, said Memphis State almost the whole game. Yeah. That was an older guy that, that grew up with Memphis State. Like So when he saw Memphis State, he was like, I'm all in. Memphis yeah. State. Uh, Chad, when do you think the last time was that we won a quote-unquote big game? Illinois. Illinois. Last, last year. year. There wasn't any other game last year outside of Illinois that – Nope. Nope. God. It's Illinois. It's oh. not even – I mean, uh, Tulane is looking like a, a fairly big win, given what they've done. But uh, yeah, it's it's Illinois. Illinois, gross. I should have put my jersey on. Oh. Um, Jeff, any thoughts on hoops? Did you were you able but, to catch? Please any, don't, Ben. Please don't. What? Put your jersey on. Why? 
don't know. I have a uh, no nipples policy. <laughs> I put it on over the sweater. I think so. <laughs> no, no, I, I wasn't able to like really. I mean, the game was on here at, at the house. I was <laughs> one of those situations. Like I was literally paying zero attention to it. Not able to engage I, at all. Like Declan was, you know, talking about how. He wanted the Bengals game to go and the way that, you know, how the Bengals needed to start. And so we were having a very in-depth conversation about about football and the basketball game was going on behind. And I was like, it just seemed very sloppy and not like anything I really wanted to engage in at that point in, in the day. I don't blame you. Uh, in any case, Cincinnati drops the ball, loses 75-68 against Memphis at home. Um you got to you got to figure out ways to win big games, especially going into the Big Twelve. It's going to feel like every game is a big game. I mean, you look at the top twenty-five right now. You look at any of these teams playing each other at any point in time, and it's going to be a gauntlet of a conference. Um, UCF super fan says DDJ seems like he's regressing. He was erratic. Just needs to chill. There's no consistency anywhere across the entire team. I think that's probably the the fairest way to put it. Uh, the closest thing to consistency I think you've seen this season has been Vic. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, that's yeah. fair. That that, yeah. that is a fair little. Uh, little and I like to see there. it. I mean, the the other thing that's been, I mean, like even even JD's not like doing anything consistent, like. Yeah, Nolly's probably been your second uh, most like, consistent player. I mean, he he he'll put up double digits, whether they're crunch time numbers or whether it, it's just floating to, you know, four, between fourteen and, and sixteen. Uh, he's always getting you double digits, but um, yeah, Vic's almost a double double every time he's on the floor. Like the whole, it, I think that's what is like maybe most frustrating for me is that like. One minute, and like Wes has talked about this before in his in his press conferences, like one minute they look like they can, you know, they like they play with the best teams in the country, and then you know, two minutes later they look like they've never held a basketball or played like a you know a second of an actual organized basketball game, right? So I. And I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how that gets fixed. I don't know how that, like, I, I don't know where you take that, how that is able to be built on. Uh, it's, yes, as UCF Superfan says, like watching NBA Jam, they're either on fire or a block of ice on the rim. But it's, it, it, it's a, NBA Jam. it'd be a, a fairly interesting case study. <laughs> If we're being honest, I mean, I want to play you've NBA got a, champ. You, you've got a team that that should for. I mean, I don't think anybody thought that they were winning national championships this year or anything, but like, they're just kind of the like average. Yeah, I, they're, I mean, they're, it's just this, like there's not. I don't a feel lot. like it. I don't feel like it's inspired basketball at times. Um, yeah, I, I think they're feel, looking just for. Feels, I don't know. Well, Chad said last night that he thought that uh, they're they're playing to keep up rather than to win. Okay. 
That's fair. Especially in, in the big games, like you're, I, you're I like that. Just, I like that that description. I don't think you have a guy who on this team is has that killer instinct that will step on a throat, will do what you have to do to win these big games. That takes the team on his back. Dave did it against Xavier, but it wasn't enough uh, when you only have one guy doing it. Um, Landers tried to do it against Arizona. Again, not enough, but in these big games, you haven't had a guy really step up and show out as I'm a, I'm a dog and I'm going to eat. Well, I mean, maybe, it th- maybe, you know, maybe the guys they got right now just, you know, aren't, you know, maybe, maybe they're just role play, role playing kind of guys, you know, well, like maybe no. they're just, they're, they're that, you know, one B, not, not was- the one A. Beta's not alphas, huh? Uh, I'm not saying anything crazy. Like that. <laughs> I'm saying uh, that, that, Chad, Chad said that it's, it's like a car where you have all the parts but no engine. Uh, you you know you you turn the key and it's just not the engine's not turning over. It's just click 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 click. Just running running rough, running a bit rough. That's usually when I change the battery. Yeah, speaking of, how's your uh, lawnmower? You turn it off and turn it back on. I it, I tried that. Yeah, it, it's it, it's blowing out white smoke, and I don't know why. I I I, I tried doing an oil change. I tried changing the oil filter. I tried changing the air filter. It just it's, I, I gotta take it somewhere to get fixed. Uh, if we if they fed Vic the whole game, we probably win that game. Wes obviously figured something out at halftime. Started a little bit before halftime, uh, but they certainly were doing all they could to feed Vic. Um, I don't know. Does this team really do, do they just still not have an identity? They don't. I think I think that's part of the problem though when you don't have a true leader. Like I don't I don't see a true vocal leader out on the floor. Like I still think it could be Nolly, uh, but he's just not either not stepping into that role or still too new to where you can't really tell Davenport or DeJulius what to do as the newest guy. Um, despite being maybe the best talent on the floor at any given moment. Um. <laughs> yeah. They're... Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Oh, it's, like, it's like, I don't, you're right. This team do- doesn't, doesn't, uh, has not met a three that they don't like uh, from anywhere. And I mean, at any time, at, at, any, at any point, I mean, just, it, it, does that, let me... It's also for context. It's also one of the three or four best three-point shooting teams in thirty years. Our team is. That's bananas. Wild. Percentage-wise, this team is shooting over thirty-five percent from three. They have multiple guys over forty percent. Like this is as good a three-point shooting team as UC has had since Bob Huggins became the head coach in nineteen eighty-nine. Can you do me a favor and not share that stat with JD? What? Maybe it's maybe it's because they is. It, it's be because curious. when you rely on shooting, is it you is are it, relying on something that fails sixty five percent of the time, Jeff? Yeah. I, I I guess it I guess it's because as Cincinnati fans, as we've all grown up to like have this like. I mean, we we know what we had with like Mick, right? Like we we just like took the air out of the crushed teams defensively, and then like scored enough to win. 
here's where this team is is uh, here's the difference between Mick and Bob Huggins teams. And and I will always say, Jeff, this is the difference in why those teams won. Whatever happened, you could count on in the last five minutes, the opponent was going to struggle mightily to score. And that made the game a talk because it was going to be a low possession game. It was going to be played in the 50s and 60s. And in the final five minutes of the game, the other team was going to score three points. So if you could score eight or 10 or whatever, like it didn't, you could close the game. You could finish. And we have not seen a team yet. This iteration, a West team yet consistently in the final five minutes say, it doesn't matter what happens. You're not going to score enough to win this game because we're going to shut you out. That was always like, I, I wrote about it. I didn't cover the Huggins years, but I wrote about it a ton through the Mick years. Final five minutes. The defense just, they just had that ability to crank it up in the final five minutes and shut teams out. That's where they got in trouble in the tournament. It's fair. Because, because you're playing teams that have alphas. You're playing teams that have guys you can throw the ball to and get a bucket in the final five minutes of games. That it's really hard to take it away because great offensive players will almost always beat good defense in basketball. Because they can make guarded shots, right? Yeah, like, right. like it doesn't matter how good you guard somebody, they're going to put the ball in the basket. And right now, I think Wes wants that to be this team's identity, but especially without Newman and without Fennessey, like that game could have been a lot different if Rob Fennessey had played all season. And you could just say, Rob, stay in front of Kendrick Davis. Don't let him turn the corner get downhill and put a foul on you yeah. and get to the free throw line. I think it's 21 points on a night where he was, he was four for 10 from the floor. He didn't shoot it great from three, but he still had 21 points because he kept drawing contact and getting fouls and getting to the free throw line. I think that's something that, I mean, myself included, but like, I think a lot of people too have kind of not, they don't recall the fact that like, John Newman hasn't been playing this year. Like, I mean, yeah. very obviously very briefly he played this yeah. year. Like, that that's a big piece to this puzzle that hasn't been out there. And, and then with without Finnessy out there, who is also a good defender, like... Well, it, I think people are, like, thinking it's like the Bengals, right? Next man up. But, like, the, this bench it, isn't deep enough to be next next man up sort of situation. The is still being built. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I mean, we're not, like... I'm not sitting here saying any of this stuff to like. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just trying to like, like explain from my perspective, right? Yeah. Why things are same, still a work in progress. Yeah. yeah. At the same at the same time, you're getting invaluable minutes for both Reed and Skillings that maybe they wouldn't have gotten otherwise if you had this rotational minutes for off. for for Newman off. and and Finnessy. And Jeff, I would I would imagine if you went back to 1989 and 1990, Huggins teams weren't squeezing people out in the final five minutes of games. And if you no. go back to 2006 and 2007, mixed teams weren't squeezing teams out in the final five minutes of games. It's something that comes with building a culture, building and getting a, all a your stable guys foundation, yep. getting your guys in, having your guys yep. healthy. 
Like, you know, what 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 does this look like if John Newman's injury was a three-week injury? A lot different, and he, possibly. And, and he came back, like, you know, the 1st of December instead of being out for three months, four months, maybe the whole season. Where you're not hoping to get, you know, somewhere between 10 and 15 from Reed and Skillings. And if that falls short, then well, I think de- detrimental. No, I think the plan for Newman is what everybody has wanted. And that was less JD because then you would have had the ability to play Landers some at the four because you wouldn't have been so incredibly thin at the two and three. So you play Micah, Dave, Landers, and and Newman together with Vic. And then JD can come in and, and then Landers moves to the three and Newman comes out or, you know, JD comes in and, uh, plays with Newman, like it, it just changes the entire <clears throat> setup of how the rotation was supposed to have worked coming into the season where you could have played JD as more of a heat check, you know, offensive threat because you had high major guys like they've had to go to Odie. And as we've seen, Odie has things that he does well, but he's not a complete player. He eats rebounds, but yeah, yeah, but he's not. Most a complete... of the time, he's he's playing with a set of batteries that are on low. Fair, at least in terms of putting the ball in the basket. Yeah, it's just he does everything just, else how you want him to do it. He had a layup that should have been a dunk, ever, and he missed the layup. That's the strangest thing I've ever seen. I think Aaron called it the yips. He's got the yips. He's pumping ghosts. It is the. It's just so odd. It is so odd to me. To see these like like clips that people it. put up on, on Twitter and it's like it's like yeah you, you know, I have moments where like my brain just like short circuits. But but <laughs> that is that is very much what it looks like. I said this the other night, like he's the strongest guy, arguably, at any point in time on the court. Just pound for pound. Just go up two hands and flush. Like there you don't need to pump fake or all this wild shit. Just go up two hands, dunk. Is he actually on the court, though? When he's on the court. Yeah, but but is, he, is it actually him on the court? We're not playing this game, Ed. Just thoughts I have. Sorry, I said I wasn't going to talk a lot about basketball, and then I did, so. All right. I don't have anything else on basketball. I don't want to talk about basketball anymore because there was a much more important game that happened on Sunday. It was the... Cincinnati Bengals, as they took on the AFC Darling. Um, the well, is it really the AFC Darling? Not really. I mean, I, I mean the NFL say like oh the, yeah. I think, I think, oh, I think go the, Jeff. I think the Chiefs are a little bit still Jeff. a little bit more like Jeff. It's be between fair. two of them. Jeff, go look at Super Bowl predictions from every media member in okay, the country I mean, that, that's also fair, before the I, season it was buffalo unanimously almost unanimously no. when the well, season that, started. that's something else i want to talk about but we can we'll i'm sure we'll roll into that <laughs> some point. so the Bengals have to go to buffalo and they have to play the buffalo bills at home despite not having a game against buffalo and being forced into a coin flip if they had to play the Ravens. Uh, there was no coin flip involved here. 
despite the game not being played against the Cincinnati Bengals, where had they won, they would have hosted the Buffalo You know Bills. what, though? You know what, though? It's fine. Maybe, maybe we don't win that game at a neutral field. Regardless, yeah. it's it's why it's one of the chips on the shoulder. I don't, I don't think that. No, you, no I, you're not allowed to do that. You are not yeah, allowed not to allowed have to. self self motivating. Uh, you can't do you that. Can't be, you can't be mad about about things and use it for your own motivation. If the rest of the people, every agree team with it. sells tickets. Fuck all that noise. Uh, you, yes, you. you um, all right, every team did sell tickets. I'm not arguing that. What I'm yeah, arguing is the fact that. They had they had a game slated for neutral game, neutral site, because a game wasn't played. Why Cincinnati was not get, afforded that same thing and had to go to Buffalo? They, they still, said, they said they said they talked about it. They wouldn't have enough time, enough turnaround time uh, to get a, a neutral field set up. Apparently, it only takes twenty four hours. Mind Just you, it only took them, my, it only it only took them four days. It only took them like four days to completely move the uh, the Bills game to Detroit whenever that big snowstorm hit up there during the season. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a very strong point there, Jeff. Like So Cincinnati travels to Buffalo and takes on Josh Allen and the DeMar Hamlin-less Buffalo Bills. Although he was, he was there. In att- he was in attendance, maybe. Um, Come on now. You're not I, one of those. I, I did not see his face a are single con- time. Are you a conspiracy theorist? If you get on the oh, internet this. right now, there are pictures I, of his face. I will. I will not say that he died there. Uh, there are people who think that he is dead, uh, or that he died you here. Just think or that he wasn't in good enough shape to be at the game, so they like they they. they why? Why wouldn't you? Why? I mean, why, I, why, I, why wouldn't they, you have shown his face saying hi? And Josh Allen says in an interview. Uh, that's just his swag. I have seen zero pictures of him dressed in that swag, covering his a, face with a. And, there was a blizzard. And, there was a blizzard. How you? How not you can't in, get not in the, not in the box with UCS, a ski mask. UCF super fan said, "How do we know he wasn't propped up like weekend at Bernie's?" Hey. Uh, he I was, don't know. He was in, in the box with a ski mask. I will sunglasses. say. I will say, like Come when the Bengals, when the Bengals had like, I think they. They had driven down, and they were pretty close to scoring one of the touchdowns early on in the first quarter. And there was like a timeout or something. Something happened, but like the announcers made sure to be like, you know, they just showed Demar Hamlin up on the on the uh, you know the big screen. He threw up the the hard hands, and then they like zoomed in. They like the crowd went crazy, and like the team like. So I, I can see where some people might think that it was being everything, used everything like, to gain, nothing to lose by maybe throwing a guy twenty twenty five thousand dollars and uh, handing him an NDA and dressing him up in a ski mask, sunglasses, I, I hood up it, for the whole game. De, I think it was Demar. It was Demar. Eight to, eight, to, eight to ten, eight to ten security guards the whole time can't interview him. God forbid he even comes to a microphone and says "Go Bills" or uh, "I wish I was playing in this game" or. I thank God every day that I'm still alive. None of these things could happen, but you know, we got the heart emoji in a ski mask in the box, sunglasses on, hood up. Come on, man. He didn't have a ski mask on in the box. Yes, he did. It was he it had was, a he like a little like, Okay. No. Let's head back to the game. In any case, 27-10 was the final score. Uh Joe Burrow, 23 of 36, 242. 
I was hoping he'd hit 250 or more. That would have helped. Um, two touchdowns, only sacked once behind this new offensive line of his. Yo. Jackson Carmen. Jackson Carmen, the highest graded offensive lineman from this game. Although Ted Ted Karras Dog. did get injured. Ted Karras did get injured. Um, his knee was was hurting a little bit. Oh, Tony um, Romo was sad the whole game. He was he was trying to force himself to sound like impartial was, as it was as everything <laughs> was crumbling around him. Tony Romo like, was so horrible. He was talking about how good a pocket passer was of of how good of a pocket passer Josh Allen was as Josh Allen throws the pick to Cam Taylor Britt. Dude, he before that though, when it was like right at the start, it might have been the start of the second half, maybe there was a uh, a play where like I mean like the Bills were it might have even been later in the game and the like Josh Allen throws a pass and it was you know just your your kind of your run of the mill like whatever and he was like he didn't become Superman overnight and it was like what are you talking about like they're still I think they were still down like maybe oh. maybe two scores or like ten like I mean it was at that was, point I don't think Tony Roman knew what he was talking about. Josh Allen rushes into the end zone and decides he's going to talk shit while they're down bad. Well, I think I, that I made it fourteen seven, right, or something like that. Like it was, it made it closer, yeah. Like four, I think that was or four. Correct. Every touchdown it makes it closer. Touchdown. Yeah. Well, yeah. Did you, Ed? Did you happen to write down our predictions <laughs> for scores last week? No, I did not. I forgot to. Because mine was twenty eight fourteen. That was pretty close. I don't recall what mine was. Uh, yours was like thirty-one twenty-eight. I can look it which up. I think, which, which in your in your defense, was uh, a more popular take that it was going to be like a you know a three-point game. Yeah. Uh, my my take was outlandish, and I should have placed bets using, <laughs> using <laughs> your that. take. Yeah. yeah, like I had a buddy that sent me a text. Like my one buddy I've talked about on here before that we always. And he he lives in L.A. and so he's like, what what what's it gonna be? And I was like, I'm I said I'm pretty confident, you know. I said I, I said it was gonna be twenty eight fourteen. I'm gonna stick with it. Like he's like, whoa, that's like way confident. He's like, I think the Bengals are gonna win, but I think it's gonna be a lot closer than that. And I was like, I, I just have this feeling. And like they came out and just absolutely. Like, the the thing is, is like Zach Taylor in March in the Bengals. Zach Taylor and the Bengals they can't they can't lose the opening toss. It's impossible. Because if they if they win the toss, they take the ball. If they lose the toss, the other team the other team defers defers, and like, they take the ball. And, and the Bengals get the ball, and and like you're already, I mean, and maybe the Chiefs will change like if they win and they like maybe they'll take the ball, but like the Bengals want the ball. They don't care. They don't they don't care about your stats and your goofy you know, this that or the other. Like they want the ball first. They're going yeah. to then march it down the field. Okay, so I have the I have the exact play by play. First and ten from the twenty one. Uh, Joe Burrow pass to Jamar Chase for six yards to the twenty seven. Second and four. Joe Mixon uh, rushes for five yards. So they're at the thirty two. First and ten. Joe Burrow pass deep to Tyler Boyd, uh, twenty three yards. First and ten at the forty five. Joe Mixon uh, ten yard run. First and 10 from the Buffalo 35. Joe Burrow pass right to Hayden Hurst, seven yards. Second and three, Jamar Chase, 28 yards 
touchdown. Six plays, 79 yards. That's how you do it. Not a oh, single a third down snap. Not a single oh. third down snap. It On the was first drive. Beautiful. You can't script it better than that. Huh. I was the, waiting the for the. The Bengals have a great, always have like great, great scripted, scripted plays, like a scripted series at the beginning. What are you trying to say, Jeff? Are you trying um, to say the NFL scripted? That's not at all. What I said um, they had thirty first downs in that game. That's a franchise record for a playoff game or for a game. I believe it, I believe it was for a playoff game, but still, thirty first downs is a ton of first downs. It is in, yes in a in a game. Uh, they um, were what six for six for ten on third down, 14, uh, 14 passing first downs, thirteen rushing first downs, three first downs from penalties. Uh, they were also six of ten on third down, and held Buffalo to four of twelve on third down and two of three on fourth down. Again, think about that, guys. Thirty first downs. Yeah. Only ten third down snaps. They weren't fucking around. No, it they was, weren't. It was so, and you, and you know what? Clinical, like, clinical. Go back, like if like I went back and watched obviously like highlights, and I watched like the little like like the uh, condensed version of things, and it, you Joe heard Burrow, how loud Joe Burrow had. So like his pocket, it, like on all the passing downs, like I mean, what he was sacked one time. One think, time. and hit maybe one time. It looked like he had rolled his ankle like, at that point. Yeah. So I got real like nervous. That was a dangerous yeah. one. Yeah. That, we yeah. were within. We were in like the danger zone on that hit. Um, For sure. It it just seemed. It just seemed like this was the same offensive line that they've been playing with all year. Like giving him giving him time. I thought he moved up in the pocket better. And maybe that's just like maybe it's recency bias from watching the game. Like I just thought he moved forward in the pocket better than he has all year. He looked um, comfortable. He didn't look like scared. I feel, like he... I feel like a lot of time I feel like a lot of times he moves laterally, like side to side a little bit in the pocket, and, and that's when you know Yeah, then he makes these like crazy plays where he's like rolling out and running to the side, throwing the ball, whatever. But like I felt like he moved up in the pocket. And delivered some really nice passes doing so. I mean, including the very first touchdown pass to Jamar Chase. I mean, he moved up yep. in the pocket and threw, I mean, like three, four steps forward in the pocket and then and threw a nice little pass to, to Chase. But I'll be surprised if I'll, I'll be surprised if he looks that good as far as being comfortable in the pocket against Kansas City. I think their defensive line rushes the quarterback much better, especially Chris Jones. Um See, I'm not. I'm not so much. I'm not even so much worried there. No. Yeah. Uh, one stat that I did want to point out: uh, the Bengals, as a team, only two penalties, nine yards. That's incredible, especially for a an offensive line. Oh, that, here we go. Everybody's going to say that you know they didn't throw any penalties against you know. I, I'm just saying. This. Whatever. That's fine. I mean, they're saying everything. I mean, that's else a, that's anyway. a thing. That's a thing that's out there. Not not any of the uh, the overturned things that were. Uh, you mean where the Bills way? Jamar Chase, who may or may not. Ed, you're muted. Uh, no one can hear you. Um, but Jamar Chase, who may or may not have had a touchdown. Joe Mixon, touchdown. 
it was ruled not a touchdown and then uh, ends up being a touchdown upon further review. Um, I thought the ball could not, I thought the ground could not cause so a fumble. Wasn't it can't, but you fumble. have to, you, you, it was ruled that he didn't have full possession. possession he of had the ball. full possession. It, it, it technically by rule was not a catch. But like here's he, here's the question. Bad rule. It's a bad if rule. A bad if rule. he's in the middle of the field, it's a catch because it never touched the ground, and right. he would have regained possession laying on the ground. But he was out of bounds whenever they determined he regained possession. I thought he had caught the ball, had three feet in before he started losing possession of the ball. And a and knee re, down. And re, reset it. Obviously, we're not NFL officials, and our opinion doesn't matter, and theirs does, and they said that it wasn't any good, and so then McPherson came out and had to kick a field goal. I will say that if I was on the other side where Buffalo had made that catch, I probably would have been irate and talking in this very space about how that wasn't a catch. Yep. By, by rule. By rule. By, by rule. By it rule. is not a catch. I, I understand. stupid rule, but. The, the rule should be if the ball never touches the ground, The rules should also be the same whether you're catching it falling out of bounds, frontwards, backwards, backwards. Yep, we on the sideline yep. at the end of the in the end zone, whatever the case may be. It shouldn't matter which direction your feet are. I, I mean, I, I agree. I agree with, with with what Chad's saying. It's like if you if you gather the ball in in the end zone and it just doesn't touch the ground, like that's a catch. It's a catch because here's my 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 thing, and I know like we're going like all over the place, but like my my thing is, if I'm running the ball, I have the ball, I'm running the ball, I dive for the end zone, and the tip of the ball barely gets to the line. That's a touchdown. And if Ed smacks the ball out of my hand before I land on the ground, which I probably would because I'm a hell of a defensive player, something like that. Yeah. It's not a fumble, it's a touchdown. But if I catch the ball in the air and land in the end zone and Ed knocks the ball out of my hand, it's an incomplete pass. Why? I agree. That I think, very, I think the very moment that I catch the ball, even with my feet not down, should you that, that's touchdown. Sorry. Aaron, I just lost my ten dollar bet. Just, just like just like just like Aaron's Aaron's thoughts on Shovel passes should be fumbles. Regardless. Be fumbles. I, I Oh no, UCS super fan. That's awful. A digs touchdown away from turning a dollar into forty eight hundred. And he didn't even have the decency to hang around after the game and say sorry. Yeah, that was that was awesome. That was on all the uh, calling the first um, first touchdown score in every game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the well vi the video guy. of him um, seeing. Yeah, no. I... Uh... <clears throat> Go ahead. I'm off on a tangent. I was just gonna say, <laughs> I, I feel like when when a quarterback has a defensive player wrapped around their torso, getting ready to drive them into the ground, you shouldn't be able to do one of these volleyball sets throwing the ball ahead of you at a running back who's not looking at the ball like that should not count as a forward lateral pass this I is agree. why shovel passes should always be fumbles 
It's garbage. Pure garbage. But then Mahomes wouldn't be the number one quarterback in the league. Cool. Good with it. He probably wouldn't try shovel passes nearly as often as he does. My, my if thing they is, were on, the fumble, on the fumble, though, like what I thought was a fumble, which was, if I'm correct, was actually ruled a fumble on the field and then overturned. Yes. an incomplete pass. Correct. He, was it, it was Hilton, I believe, who hit him in the arm, and it's back correct, because here, right? For, so for like, like three or four plays, Hilton was a man unleashed. My yeah. God. Like, you get hit back here. Your arms they have going to change forward. this. This isn't going forward, right? Like all and and Steratore's like all you remember. All you need is one frame of the ball go of the arm coming forward with the ball in control. I'm like Skeletor. Guess what? When you're doing this and you get hit, you're still gonna end up pushing doing the ball that. forward, like doing this. Like that's this is human nature, right? You get hit all the way back here. Your hand is still and it's doing supposed, this. And it's supposed this to be, the ball is supposed to be under control coming forward. And yeah. Isn't, tuck, he got isn't that all the tuck here. rule, though? He got, he got hit back here. Well, the tuck rule is that if the ball is coming forward under control, that you can't, like, if my arm gets to here, I can't hit in the arm here. And then when the ball gets guard loose, was, that is, arm that, was that, not that's moving tuck. forward when he got, he got hit. In, it got knocked loose back here. That he should just, be the rule. He just pushed it forward. Well, like I just showed. If, yeah. if you're back here. It was a shovel pass. Your hand does this. It was, no equi- matter it, was what. it was equivalent to a shovel pass. It was a shovel pass. It's terrible. It's I mean, I can't believe we're arguing about we're arguing about this and like the Bengals the Bengals absolutely dominated every phase of that game. But they didn't <laughs> dominate enough. Because well, he's dominated more. You're right. Here's the, here's the thing, Jeff. We're, we're 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 in the year 2023. We have digital chips components, balls. chips, chips and oh, balls. We didn't even chips know about. And, balls. and we still Pringles. don't know what a catch. We still don't know what a catch is because it depends on where you are, what the time is in the game, it, I, which direction, what which odds direction, are in Vegas, which direction you're facing. Think, and now, think, now we also you, don't know what a pass is. I we don't know what passes irritate, anymore. I think the other thing that irritates me a lot on that stuff is like they always make this big thing like it's got to be indisputable video evidence. Like if it's called a catch on the field, there's got to be indisputable. If there's the like, and it just seems like like as much as the NFL enjoys them, that they go over there and they flip a coin, uh, and they're like not even look like that's what the ref is watching. He's watching like a virtual coin flip, and then he's like up. Oh, all right, heads, we're going to overturn. Tails, and we're going to keep it the way it is. Oh, it's an overturn. And he comes back out. Exactly. It's that right there. That's what they're doing. They're playing this silly game. They don't even watch the replay. Do you remember Do you remember in flag football when we would use the app? That referee never had He never had a coin on him. No, and so we just busted out that app. <laughs> we just do a coin it's, it's just It's silly to me that they, like, that everything is so it's such an arbitrary like way to do things especially with like what's at stake every i mean it's a it across everything like there's just no there's no hard and fast like you can ask 10 different referees like what they see and they're going to tell you something different like yeah. at depending least depending on who writes their checks i'm just saying like if it's if the guy in the 
if it's a guy in the if it's a guy in the booth for Fox or CBS, they're going to tell you one thing, always, and it's going to be what happened out there is always right. Well, yeah, I mean they're not they're gonna like shit on. They're the not impartial. Rest, but... They're they're no, they're not impartial. They're going to play by the the rules that happened on the field. It has to be blatantly obvious that it was missed. For them to be like, oh yeah, they missed that one. Like to the point that there's no like on the mix-in touchdown that was called not a touchdown. They had to say in the booth, his whole was, body was over the line. His whole body was over the line. Right. Like the the only way they are ever going to say the refs got it wrong is if the video evidence is like so compelling that it's yeah, like oh my god, like okay, yeah, we, they missed that one. That's the only way they are ever like erroring on, unless it's like the Cowboys. Can I tell you how annoyed I was this morning? Yeah. How annoyed were you, Chad? 8 a.m., up with the kids. She wasn't feeling well. She didn't want to go to school. We're kind of arguing back and forth. I finally let her stay home because with everything going on, I'm now a soft parent um the first 20 minutes of first take today was on what jeff guess uh the cincinnati Bengals. nope bad guess the dallas cowboys ding 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 america's team fucking cowboys who haven't won anything since 92 since They're I was 94. in high school. 94. Whoever, I was in high school. Whoever runs their Twitter is a savage. Oh, I couldn't believe that they did. Uh, I think that's somebody that's got multiple Twitters, their personal Twitters and the Dallas Twitters. It's and still they click, up. And they, they click it's it's still down. up. Well, they can't oh, take it down now. I mean, if, no, you I mean, can. I mean, you're going to get it. They Jerry Jones does what Jerry Jones wants to do. Yeah, what do you Jerry mean? Jerry Jones had to go down and talk to his kicker in pregame, Set him who, right. is, who is still missing kicks in in the the pre that guy's got the yips above like i get it if that happens on monday right the cowboys niners game was the last game on sunday it's cowboys niners i get it and that but it's not it's not our cowboys niners like it's no but i'm but it's still like i get Dak it back and brock purdy Right, but no, I'm saying, well, but, but I get if that's your lead on Monday is Dak couldn't fucking beat Brock Purdy. I get if that's Nobody your lead on Monday Brock Purdy. I don't want to play Brock Purdy. I don't, I don't want to play, play San Francisco at all. Their defensive line scares me. Their defensive line scares me. Everything about their offense is terrifying. Everything about their defense is terrifying. I know. So I'd much rather play the Eagles. Yes. But no, like we're talking about a final four that is elite Sunday. Mm-hmm. Eagles Niners is elite. Elite. Bengals Chiefs is elite. The only thing mm-hmm. that that puts a damper on Bengals Chiefs is like Pat, is, 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 is Patrick Mahomes if he ends sure. up not being able to play at all. But that's like, an insanely compelling storyline to follow all week. But. And on Tuesday, ESPN, their number one show at 8 a.m., 
They lead with 20 minutes of the Dallas Cowboys. Get the fuck out of here. Money. <laughs> Money. Of course. But give me they can't, I, I will nobody, say as far there as the can't team, be that there can't be that many people that care about the Dallas Cowboys. Well, there's a lot of people that care about the Dallas Cowboys. America. A lot. Mark, Marcus team. Marcus oh, yeah. team. Uh, but as far <laughs> as the Chiefs go, I mean, if, if Mahomes can't go, like Chad Henney did not look bad in that no, drive. He can, them, that, he can that do that enough he took, to win them a game. Like I saw I mean the thing like people just have to realize like when you get to this point like your championship weekend like at, like you're not playing like the Browns like you're not playing like a right. a dumpster fire of a team like it's but it, this is especially like elite like these are the four best teams in the NFL I mean it is and it, and it, might be the four best teams in the NFL for another couple years, like yes, injuries and and whatever. Right, but right, right. After today on Twitter, Buffalo would like a word. Uh, Buffalo, look, Buffalo they don't get a word. They, 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 they sure as shit think they do. Hey, we cheated. Hey, you gotta have you gotta have lean years to have a good team. The, the we, Bengals, the Bengals cheated wearing white all white uniforms. Yo, Can we talk smoke. honestly about Buffalo? This I, is a circle, I wouldn't. This is I would like trust. We, we yeah, talk about it all the time. This, the is a tru- this is a trust tree. Nobody else can hear you, Chad. Go ahead. Are we in the trust tree? Buffalo started their rebuild two years earlier than the Bengals, and they did not get over the hump. And now they got passed. They were they going also- to get dominated on Monday night in Cincinnati. They oh. got dominated on Sunday in Buffalo. And guess what, Aaron? You want to you want to spin and do this in your chair? Guess what? Next year, they get passed by Jacksonville, and they might get passed by San Diego. I can't wait to do our re-ranking of the quarterbacks in the offseason. Well, now you get to rank Joe Burrow at minimum number two. He's number He's top. number two or number one. He's top two, and it's not two. But uh, look, Mahomes is Mahomes, and and. and the things he does are incredible. I but here's this. Here's here's, here's a, a little nugget for that debate when we have it in the offseason. Patrick Mahomes is Aaron Rodgers. Joe Burrow is Tom Brady. I, oh, I Tom still, Brady Jr. I still think he's Joe Montana. Okay. But but the Tom Brady thing works. For the same reasons, yeah. And in he's that, more, in, in he's that more light, mobile, he's more mobile than Tom ever was. In, in that line, if you want to go the the Montana comparison, Mahomes is Elway, and Joe is Montana. Well, I guess if you go Brady, then you would say like, mm-hmm. then then Mahomes I, is like Peyton. I'd go, like, I'd, I'd I'd go Mahomes is more Favre or or Steve Young. Or Aaron Rodgers. Like the most Rodgers was considered or, or, yeah. the most physically gifted. Yeah. The same as Montana or uh or Elway. Elway at the time was considered the most physically gifted quarterback of all time. I just hated to look at him and his horse teeth, but and Josh Allen is Dan Marino. Let's go. <laughs> I actually think that's that's not wrong. 
I, I've had Herbert as or Marino. Jim Kelly. Uh, I've uh, had Herbert as Marino. Okay. Like the, the all the arm talent in the world, but never got over the home. Like the Marino thing. My favorite thing about Marino is he he got to the AF. He got he made the Super Bowl in his rookie year and never. My favorite got thing about my favorite thing about Marino was he was in Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. Well, yeah, of course. Are but we allowed to show? Wise. Are we allowed to show video without sound? Uh, no, I uh, know. Still no. This It'll video, this video of no. Ted Karras just leaning back and forth in the snow. Does does that not get you hyped? <laughs> oh, he's, he, that's a dude. That, that dude, dude. The like, look in his eye, he was going to murder his, somebody. His his knee was sprained, and he played through it. Yeah, I, I but look, he put the brace on. And- I think the comparison for Burrow is Brady Montana. I think the comparison for Mahomes is Rogers Elway esque. I'm going to care jersey. gifted right now. You're going it right now. Yeah. You <laughs> start with the hat. You he's can start with the Cincy stripes. The Cincy stripes hat that he he's on. He's on, he's on DH Gate. I'm don't, already in. Don't don't let him lie to you. He's oh. not, not spending hundred dollars. He's spending twenty dollars. Look, I, look, I, I think the Josh Allen era is has already like I think that window is close to closing. Coming, coming, gone. I mean, well, I mean, you saw you. Dick you saw was, what happened. Yep. Go ahead. I, I just I cannot I cannot and and like obviously it could happen, but I just don't see. I just like as frustrated as they might get because like the beginning of this season was a very frustrating time for a team that just came off the Super Bowl. And I do like even when Burrow was thrown four picks, I I don't recall there ever being and yeah, it's the beginning of the season, so it's a little different. Like the, the season's not ending if you lose this game. Um obviously it didn't because now they're in the AFC championship, but like I just don't see anybody getting in front of Joe Burrow in that manner and like acting like that where, I mean, who knows what he's saying to him. We can all kind of guess what he's saying to him, but throw me the fucking ball. Like the, the disrespect. Well, but Joe confuses that. He's like, I'm going to throw you. And and in Josh Allen's defense, the pass he he had to uh, Gabe, Davis was right in the breadbasket. Yeah. That should have been, been a touchdown. We're not allowed to talk about Eli Apple. Very long first down. At the very least, a very long first down. Eli Apple made a great play. He did. Amen. Got his hand in there. Ooh. Also, you don't know. As, as a Bearcats fan, none, of, none of us are none of us are upset seeing a UCF fan struggle on the field. <laughs> Especially a UCF fan that Gave us fits. Oh, John White brings up a good point. Uh, there was a clip that was shared um, early on, and it's like in a snow globe. When I saw it, it's it was the camera. Ag- the camera angle was. It was I amazing. Mean, the Just only kiss. the only thing that would have made that clip like I mean, because it's elite as elite gets, but the only thing that makes it that would have made it like just that much like better is if you had seen the catch be made. Oh that yeah! Like, if, if we could have seen the whole rest of the clip, that would. I think made, Joe was in maybe, front of the camera. I think Joe blocked the yeah. like the camera angle when the ball I mean, was. But, like, but still, just the like, just the 
I mean, it's just insane. Like the the turn, the throw, like yes, it's warm ups, whatever, but it's just this like it's But that you know that's not the first time he's air. done that. No, but it's that air of like air. Yeah, we're here. We're not like there's no there's no like we're not tense about this game. We're not stressing anything. I'm out here throwing a three sixty, like forty yard out route because I can. I don't care. Like, on your logo. Who cares? It's the divisional round against the Buffalo Bills at Highmark like in in Buffalo, like on the road. And he's, and he's out here like, like, like the Friday night high school football he, game. Yeah, and he he's he's back in Athens, like just chucking the ball down the field, doing a three sixty spin, like oh he's it's out here. Like, yeah. It's the antithesis of what I talked about with UC basketball, right? They don't have the engine. Since Cincinnati, the Bengals not only have the engine, they got a fucking Hemi, right? Like we any, they got a twelve-cylinder. They got they got all. We, we haven't even talked about car. We haven't even talked about Joe Mixon, who had twenty carries for hundred yards, hundred five 105 yards, five with a touchdown. Wow. But here's the thing, and like you go back to Joe in the Mixon, snow, by the way, go back in to Joe Mixon. Snow. He had running lanes getting blown wide open for the Man. for what seems like the first time all year. And Jackson Carmen, Carmen. Jackson Carmen's chucking dudes five rows up into the stands, like it's insanity. Jackson Carmen, I've learned way more about offensive line, like the way off the an offensive lineman should (laughs) should be, than this than I ever thought I would. Just just by scrolling through, like there there's like you see A.Q. Shipley breaking it down on uh, Parker Blake. I think is one of the guys that I was looking at. he Thank like you, Shipley like on McAfee today. It, so like, had a great one on on the the Jackson Carmen block. I mean, it, it's insanity. And it started with Mixon coming in and destroying a dude at the point of attack on that play, and then Carmen uh, getting outside no, and just you're talking sending about the, like that, no, he, he sent the chase. guy into the, chase. Yeah, chase. Yeah, yeah. yeah. chase no, came just, in and destroyed. Dude, Real, real that, quick, that was wanna, the third in inches. Real quick, I just want to welcome GVS to the chat. It's a name I've never seen before. I haven't seen that name before. On, yeah. on any welcome. of the Bearcat on any of the Bearcat channels. So welcome, GVS. Um, we are all fans of DJ Reader here. Big yeah. fans. <laughs> big fans of Hayden Hurst. Big Hayden yeah. Hurst guys. But so also are, big fans of big big Hayden Hurst guys. And like so 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 we we did name the the title of this show uh, big Hayden Hurst guys. I want to I want to go back to when. Um, we we lost the tight end to the New York Jets, and everyone was devastated. Was also, I just real quick since you mentioned the New York Jets, I want to I want to say that the saved? Jets. I just want to say the Jets are not allowed to wear green uniforms anymore because it could blend in with the grass. Thank you. There, that was funny, Ed. Well done. Also, the Eagles Eagles cannot wear those this weekend. Uh, they're, and, not, they're not the same color green as the grass anymore. They've gone. Well, oh. John White brings up a good question. If Cap is healthy enough, does he play over Sharping? No. Because I think, is that where, is that not where Chris Jones lines up? All right. So what I was talking about. He <laughs> doesn't want anything to do with that, Jeff. That, that's, a, that's a question. We will get there. But we titled the name of this show, We're Big Hayden Hurst Guys. So we going back, Hurst, guys, we bring him up every week that he plays. Going back to the offseason, 
and we lose our starting tight end to the New York Jets. And to his girlfriend. And everyone's upset. He had a girlfriend. It wasn't Kay Adams. Yeah, don't we don't perpetuate that kind of that stuff was, here, Ed. That was, that was a whole thing. And everyone was upset because he was the heartbeat of last year's team that made a Super Bowl run. And we sign a guy, Hayden Hurst, who was drafted first round, I believe, by the Baltimore Ravens. And Mark ahead Andrews. Of Mar- ahead of Mark Andrews. Ahead of Mark ahead Andrews. Of Lamar Jackson. In, in the same draft. And loses his job to Mark Andrews. Deservedly so, I, I suppose. I, I think if you line Hayden Hurst and Mark Andrews up, I'm still taking Mark Andrews probably 90 times out of 100. Not me. That that said, he's a, he's their wide receiver one, but he's a tight end. He almost hawked Sam Hubbard. Come on, man. Okay, like who's the what what like position like skill player is it going to be? I didn't. Hawk? I didn't. None of I didn't see. Good. I didn't. I didn't that. see it. I didn't see a running back or a, or a wide receiver I, I back there. No I, Tyler, I didn't see no Tyler Huntley trying to run him down. I, mean, <laughs> I, guess, if he, I guess that could have ended up in an injury, and then I don't even know if they have another quarterback. They'd have been doing direct snaps to J.K. Dobbins for the rest of the game. <laughs> so people are freaking out, and in comes Hayden Hurst, who also had gone to Atlanta and struggled behind another tight end there uh, that went in the first round. Um, he just wasn't used re- properly. He, he never, and at he any, has at any stop in his career until he got here to the Cincinnati until he Bengals. got here, and he has played from his very first game, and I believe it took until right around what week week four, week six, where he just sung like a bird the praises of Cincinnati. Well, he said it how- again. Will you let me get there? Well, you're getting really long winded about yeah, this, yeah. You like, you're you're, you're you're making you're building this up like it's a Star Wars intro. Go ahead. You named it the title of the show. I'm trying to give it some respect. Christ. Ahead, In any Aaron. case, go ahead, Aaron. He comes here, sings the praises. I love being in Cincinnati. They know how to use me. Fast forward to the playoffs after an injury. After some time away from the team, sucked. Now he's back, and he's doing things. He had 59 yards and a touchdown in the game against Buffalo. Did he have? He had a touchdown in the first round as well. Correct. I believe so. Yes. So I'm going to check right now. I've seen people already mocking tight ends to the Bengals in the first round because it is a tight end heavy class. That said, I'm, I I don't know that I want a tight end that is going to be brought in to surpass him as number one on the roster. I, I I like our tight ends. I do too. Aiden Hurst. Well, keep in mind, we have a, Thanks, <laughs> Keep in mind, we have we have a a tight end who's also <laughs> we have we have a tight end who's also on IR currently. I don't know if you remember Drew Sample. Oh, forgot about that guy. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's no Mitchell Wilcox, though. I I don't disagree. 
actually. He's no cam sample either. I might play him at tight end. Well, there is that. Uh, but yeah. in any case, interesting. Yeah, I, we have been not shy about being big Hayden Hurst guys from the jump, and it has paid off in dividends. I just like it. I like it. Hell of a like, season. His, his fire, like his, his ability to make plays on the field, like plus the fire that he like screaming just dude. after any just, catch, just insanity he's, after any catch. He was a Viking in another life, right? Like oh, he was totally he a Viking. Still, he might still real be Viking, a Viking type guy. Yeah, he's like, a just, real Viking type guy. He's a real Viking type guy. <laughs> just cutting someone's head off and screaming about it as their blood pours everywhere. Like, like just. He's crazy. I mean, he was, so he was what? Uh, five, five catches, fifty-nine yards, and a touchdown. Three. But I. I but it, it's, it's even more than just that. Like we talk about wanting to bring in a tight end who can block. He's doing all of that. Like he just throw him out there, and he will give you everything he has. His entire Where, body. Like, yeah. Every but, play. And, and you know what? You know what though? Like that kind of speaks to like the character of this team of like what this yes. team is like. Like. These dudes are getting put out there. Like, have you ever? So, like, we'll go to the running back position, right? Joe makes Samaje appear. Like, Samaje's had a good season too, mm-hmm. right? He's filled in when Hell necessary when Joe Mixon's I, been hurt. I'd say, I'd say great. And, and they, 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 kind of in and out, in and out, whatever, whatever the situation is. This guy's in. This guy's in. This guy. And like you, and maybe some stuff's going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. Uh, but publicly, like literally, you don't see there's there and, and Jeff, winning does take care of a lot of issues. Jeff, but, they were they were college teammates who did I this. I don't know where I'm just this saying, isn't like, the first time. Like you've got this, you've got that going on, like you've got wide receivers who could be wide receiver ones in different places. Like you know, people they this the way that this team is and the way that they like they just go out there and do whatever is asked of them. Um they they obviously have done it well now for for two years um and, and you know, we're back in the back, back looking at a, a pretty good shot to go back to the super bowl hayden Hurst only has two touchdowns this year it feels like season. a lot more regular yeah regular season, season. Mm-hmm. well they don't it, i have an important question to ask before sunday this is counting the is this already a successful season? Yes. Eh. Coming yeah. coming off the Super Bowl. Look at the where Rams. it is it I is known. It is known that teams that lose the Super Bowl have a Super Bowl hangover. They have now orchestrated the longest winning streak in franchise history. They have established themselves as one of the top minimum top two teams in the AFC. Minimum. We'll see where this goes from here. They made it back to the AFC Championship. Joe Burrow has established himself at minimum as a top five quarterback in the NFL. Higher. And and, and he's not five or four, probably, or three. Whatever the case may be. However you want to, you know, play it out. Is this, regardless of what happens in Kansas City and the reaction we have here next week, win or lose, is this a successful season for this franchise? I say yes. It's so much different than the nineties. Here's, here's the thing. We're here's talking the about the twenties, the Aaron, because this could be a decade. A decade of as long as, 
as long as uh, as long as Joe Burrow's career. Right, that's what I'm saying. I don't know, but did you kill? If they lose on a on a on a fucking field goal at the end of the game, if they which, if Kansas which, City comes out hot and beats them by twenty, is this a successful season, regardless of any me, outcome that happens? I'm not sure. On Sunday? I'm not sure it can be because we've already beat Kansas City the last three times we we played them. If they come out by and beat us by each time, I know. But if they come out and beat us by twenty, then it wasn't your day. For, for me, for me, this is absolutely a successful season. Yes. Let's let's rewind. Let's rewind back to August and September, where when all the talking heads scares me. We're Owen. We're Owen two. Everybody's saying how awful this is. Like we all felt in our stomachs. Like man, is this really going to happen this year? Where it, it is that like Super Bowl hangover? <laughs> where they're like, seven they're, and ten going to win? And I said like I said eleven and six is what their their regular season record was going to be. That's pretty close. I think Aaron even I think Aaron gave him twelve I wins. Yeah, I mean, like we we were all in that in that range of like of predictions for what the what was going to happen. It it seemed like a a very tall task at the time when things didn't look like they were going the right way. Um, and what Jeff? The other thing, what did everybody say? You can't start like this because the back half is brutal. It's brutal. They, coming out of the bye, and they swear there are. The back- they are there are three, four, five losses in the back half. You can't start slow because they're going to get killed in the back half of this schedule. They did not lose. I mean, they they they've been uh, they've done they did everything they needed to do. And when you when you start looking at the way, like because like obviously Twitter is the the land of you know intelligent takes and crazy stuff and <laughs> like. So you start hearing you start hearing people like, you know, saying just insane things like, oh, it's like the uh, somebody like put like a look at look at this it could be like the Marvin days. I'm like, what? They were going okay, to so the playoffs with Marvin Lewis. Like they weren't winning we're, there, but they were getting to the playoffs. Like, so you're gonna we, we, Joe's won more road games, road playoff games than the Bengals had ever won. Joe Burrow Period. has won more playoff, the same amount of playoff games as the franchise had won before he got here. Five. I so do you might hate this take though, but like I don't want us to get, and maybe it's maybe I'm, I'm jumping the gun too early, but I don't want us to get satisfied with nobody making said, it to the third round of the playoffs, fourth round. Okay, but but here's the thing: is like so what, the, so the you're, is, you're is, playing every year in the conference championship. You take you take you roll the dice. You can be when successful get, without without being in the Super Bowl. When you get to this, to this, like when you get here, okay, everybody is not going to be Tom Brady with the Patriots. Like it's just not going to happen. <laughs> I'm not right? saying we're going to win 17, 17 Super Bowls, but like but I don't. Is, if, like, if you say if you if you set the bar now in in season two, if you set the bar now, championship, that, yeah, I set the bar there. I'm good with conference championship. Because, because you're here's playing the thing, you're the top four teams. The Super Bowl. It's almost a coin flip. Who's going to win that game? Yeah. Every year. You're playing for a conference championship and a spot in the Super Bowl every year. The Super Bowl is probably the hardest thing to win out of all of all of everything. Just so due to the you, parody. Just due to the parody. And, and, and it's baseball is a, a series. A Basketball series. is a series. Hockey is a series. Football, you get one shot. That's it. 
do not miss your chance to blow. Opportunity only comes in once in a lifetime. Exactly. Spaghetti, 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 spaghetti. <laughs> now, like, I mean, you got to, and you, with football, like, yeah, I mean, you're you're fighting your way through the playoffs, one and done, and it. So if you can, I guess I just don't. It, I just no, don't want to set the bar. I guess. No, no I mean setting the bar. That's low. not setting the bar low. That's setting the bar insanely high. It feels if like if you're saying is, every if the, year, if you if I told you right now, Ed, preach, Jeff, every, every year you were going to go to the conference championship. Now, you, some years you might go to the Super Bowl. Some years you might go to the Super Bowl and win. But you're going to get to the conference championship every year for 10 years straight. Or you're going to win the Super Bowl next year. And then after that, you're not going back to the playoffs for another 10 years. Which one are you taking, Ed? Spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti. I'd like to take the Super Bowl. I just said that you're going to go to the conference championship. You just don't know if you're going to go to the Super Bowl and win. So you could go to the conference championship. I don't want to say that every year just going to the conference championship is going to be a successful year. I don't want to say that because I want to win a Super Bowl. Let me me counter this with – we all want to win a Super Bowl. But let me counter this with do you think that the Bills winning – losing, losing four straight Super Bowls, you don't think that was successful? Couldn't win the big dance, so they never got over the hump. But that's that's successful as fuck. So say so say Bob Huggins didn't lose in the first round of the tournament every year and lost in the championship game of the tournament every year. Did was, did Bob Huggins have a successful career yes, here in Cincinnati? Absolutely. That's the NCAA tournament might be the only thing more difficult than the Super Bowl to win. I still are think you, people would call him out and say he can't get past right now. I, I we all want to win. We're all on the same page there. We all want. I just win. want to win a damn Super Bowl, and Correct. I don't want to say that just because we got the championship, it was or the, the conference championship, it was successful. I just want a damn Super Bowl. You're essentially saying I don't want to win just a Super Bowl. I want to win all the Super Bowls. I want to win all the Super Bowls. That's or, what I'm saying. Or it's not successful. I'm not saying that, but I want to win like That's what two exactly Super Bowls. What you're <laughs> two Super Bowls. This is, this is the most insane thing I have ever dealt with in my entire life. I, I want to say this. I would. I would go back and tell my younger self in the '90s, as I'm watching all of this, it gets that better. That you know, that, Victoria's Secret that, that we were going to have this type of a run, and I would gladly do it all over again. And I did that not knowing. I did that on blind faith, watching David Klingler, watching Jeff Blake, watching. Yo, ne- don't, don't. There will Neil be o- no shaking Blake slander here. I'm just naming quarterbacks. Watching Neil I, O'Donnell. I still have a goal of getting him on the show. Done, you've already done this, I Aaron. know. You, I'm just you, saying. Somebody but, but needs I'm, to find the clip of Aaron rattling <laughs> off all 7,000 Bengals quarterbacks last year. I think it was last year and this uh, week. Uh, Achilles Smith. Like we, we, went, we went through and watched we went through all a of lot. this. And, and we did this in the 90s. They go through as many as the Browns, but, but but even going you even going back even, even going back to where I think this all started in the Carson Palmer era, changing the tone. Ooh. I think this I think that changed the tone of this franchise. It did. Marvin it Lewis started the change of the tone in this franchise, and that started with the Carson Palmer era. And now here we are, and Joe Burrow is going to be the guy that gets us over the hump. Yeah, of course. Joe Burrow is. I mean, yeah, but I, if he gets us one, I will. I'll, I'll agree be, with you guys. I will be very, very happy if he. Gets oh, I just us want one. Two, if he gets us two, I'm going to have to call a doctor for having an erection for longer than four hours. I think it's the first time we said erection on the show. Way to go! 
Only took five years. You're welcome. Thank God it's after 1030. Put the kids to bed. All right, boys. I wish you go back what, and rename the show. What are our predictions for Sunday, Ed? Um, I think I, he will play. Mahomes will play, but I think he, he's going to be hurting. I don't think he's going to be 100%. Um, so, so on that, this is Bengals 28. It's, it's, it's almost in Bishop mode. <laughs> Bengals 28, Kansas City 7. I, I, I want to present this first, though, Ed. It's been the one of the largest line movements in the history Craziness. of playoff football. For the Chiefs to start out as favored and for the Bengals to now be favored by no no by it's a four point swing. The Chiefs opened as a one and a half favorite. Yeah, they opened, some books had them open as a two and a half point favorite, mm-hmm. and almost and immediately. Does that changed. tell you that the Mahomes ankle stuff is a smokescreen? That he's he's either going to be way more limited than we thought, or he's not going to play. I think he's going to be limited, way more limited than we thought. You, uh, you cannot not play. Like Joe Burrow would not you, not you play. Absolutely can not play. Not if, play. Right. Is, like I just, a they, high ankle sprain. When is, they took the tape off his ankle, if it blew up to the size of, of you know his a softball, thigh, like yeah. did he practice today? He's not he's practicing not all practice week. This week. All There's week. There's no he's way he practices. And he's, and he's never played a game after not practicing did, all week. Did, did you hear Tony Romo talking about it? Where he oh, said, I heard Tony Romo when saying he said it's going to be he had When he's had one. That's why, like, I always say, like, those are – I mean, think about this. There's six-week injuries. Pollard, Pollard got hit the same exact way, and his leg broke in the Cowboys game. Is there a prop but, bet that he doesn't make it through the whole game? Be I want that. I want that bet. Go back and watch, Ed. He could not execute a stretch run. He couldn't get, he oh, couldn't I watched. Get, he couldn't he was get like the ball to the running back. Until they, until they shot him up. Until they shot him up and taped no, him up. No, no. This was after they shot him up and taped him up. This was later oh, what, what, in the second yeah, okay. half. After he had been like... He probably had more Toradol, enough Toradol in his system to kill a horse. Well, again, no way sho- again, shovel passes should be fumbles. Just saying. But he, especially he on one leg, he couldn't take two steps on that ankle to execute a like he was uh, uh, like it looked like the sniper got him from the, the top of the building as he tried to execute a handoff. Now Joe Tooney will be back. For the Chiefs, he wasn't there. The first matchup, uh, what's his name? Because Tony, he wasn't in that first matchup. We also lost Hayden. Yes, we also lost Hayden Hurst at the beginning of that. I think that was Jamar Chase's first game back, maybe. We didn't have Mixon. um, Yeah, I don't think Pacheco was was even their running back in the first matchup. They they had, there was a lot of. He was a beast in that game, right? They were still running with, they were still running with Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Uh, that's when that's when P Ryan like established himself. Like people yeah. were like, "Sit Cause Joe, because he because he, he bounced the guy who was talking shit's head yeah. off the fucking turf." Yeah, Justin Reed, that was great. Yeah, <laughs> somebody tweeted and asked, "What are the chances that Higby plays this week?" Um, that's funny, but 
No, I, I think I think twenty four fourteen Bengals uh, is so, what the score's gonna be. Th- thank you. That and this is the only reason why I gave Kansas City seven is I do believe Travis Kelsey will will score a touchdown. The Bengals have kind of. I mean, if it's Chad Henney, they're gonna throw to Travis Kelsey sixty three times. Oh yeah. Because he I knows think, how to get open every time. Does anything is possible? Yeah, because he, and here's the thing, I I love Travis Kelsey. Well done. You, that was that you, was good, Ed. That was good. See, they said that a bunch of that's they said that a lot during the broadcast. I I didn't watch the Chiefs game because I hate them. Oh yeah, but, Travis said it in the post game interview. But with with, uh, with with Travis Kelsey, I love him. He and we should keep is credit the, for that. He is the master of the push off to get open. Like that dude, it, it is incredible because there's no way that every team that they play is like, we're just not going to cover Travis Kelsey. He's going to be wide open. They never show right before he catches. They just show him catching the ball. And you're like, how the hell was Travis Kelsey like have a five yard bubble around him? And then you, if you look back at it, you can see it's because the defender that was on him is now sliding across the field because he launched him and they don't call it. And, and that's fine. He knows it looks like what it. Jason did to that lineman from the Oh my from, god. When he yeah. just took him with one arm and said spunk. That was also a funny play whenever they called the uh, false start that was on the uh, funny. They, they they called the uh the false start on the entire Eagles offensive line except <laughs> yeah. for the center. Has that ever happened? So like so say yeah. unfortunately the Bengals do lose. Have we ever had brother versus brother in the Super Bowl? No, it's never happened. Oh, that'd be so cool. Wasn't wasn't no. Jim? It's no, never happened. It. No, coach, we coaches. What weren't we're, we're, uh, Jim, Jim and John? Yeah, yeah, Jim and John went against each other. Yeah, but two about brothers players. have never yeah. played played against each other in a Super Bowl. But Dude, again, could you just, imagine? Just, could you imagine just for context, that week? That's the only. That's the only time that happened, though. Just for context, that the two brothers actually went against yeah. each other in the Super Bowl. The, the Kelsey Bowl would be pretty big in this household. We we've committed a lot to the Kelsey name. I don't want to see it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't necessarily. I don't either. Make a pretty good game. I, 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 I actually, don't. I I don't think it ends well for Travis if that's the case. But I think so either. I probably not. But I named her after Jason, so it would only be bad for Kelsey, <laughs> my daughter. How do we? How do we get this on the new heights? How do we get Kel- a shout out for Kelsey on the on the new heights? You know, Jason knows. Like I've I've introduced him to Kelsey. He knows. He's acknowledged. He's like, oh yeah, she wants to be named after Travis, but she's stuck being named after the big scary the, guy with the, the lumberjack. Yeah, <laughs> that signed a baby's forehead this weekend. We we had a like I I was on I was called him. Like I, I called him one time in the car and we were talking about something and we had this conversation and I was like, yeah, Kelsey's back. She's named after you, but she says she's named after Travis. I keep telling her that she was born in 2010 and Travis wasn't allowed to play football in 2010. He's a fucking idiot. So she wasn't named after. He's like, <laughs> ah, he's the pretty one. I get it. <laughs> she's a, she's a, she's a 10 year old girl at the time. You miss a to be named you miss Travis. a golden you miss a golden parenting moment where after Philly wins the Super Bowl and Jason Kelsey goes up in his ridiculous amazing in the mummer, outfit in the mummer's outfit yeah for you should have bought her a jersey right then and there no but no see you don't understand Aaron I showed her a picture of Jason when she was four and I said this is who you're named after and she was like oh hell no I'm not frame <laughs> frame it frame it and put it in her room yourself. <laughs> 
on the wall. If if the Eagles win the Super Bowl over the Chiefs, we're going to Philly for the parade, and I'm letting Jason know, like, you're going to embarrass <laughs> this kid in an epic fashion, some way, shape, or form. Be careful Aaron. with Philly. They steal cars, uh, for, even from football players who just won a game. Wild. <laughs> Aaron. How are those not locked up? It was a Kia. <laughs> I don't have a Kia. We'll see you in a Kia. Aaron, Aaron. <laughs> Kansas City. Bengals score. Uh, Bengals win. No, 30, Chad, you can come back here. 34 20. 34 20. I'm trying to 34, let you guys 20. have your show, but I'm not good at it. No. Well, we need, uh, we need your you score prediction. You can't just be in here and then he doesn't. Even, Chad doesn't like predictions. Us. He I hates predictions. I hate and predictions. Well, I've been on, you gave, been on the show too much one, tonight. I know you gave one last week, so I don't remember what it was, but I know you did. I didn't write these down again. Remind me to go after the episode to write these down. I think the big like what I keep going back to with Kansas City. I'm texting you. Is, is how many times? At the end of the season, they struggled with with bad teams or below average teams. You know what I mean? Like that they 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 narrowly escaped like three or four times. The Patriots most recently. I'm must gonna say, take. The- I must say Baltimore was bad. I, I don't know that Baltimore was bad. 27-24 Cincinnati. Ooh. They've won each of the past three by three. Yeah, I think they do it again. I, I'm not. I'm not ready to say it's money Mac at the gun again. Oh, you think it's a touchdown at the at the gun? No, I think it's a touchdown with like and the defensive ninety stop? seconds left, and then the defense gets the job done to close the deal against Chad Henney or against Patrick Mahomes. I was going to say, who do you think is playing? I just feel like I feel like what Chad was saying is right that like with the line swinging the way it was, I, I know there were something, like, man. Like, what was your prediction? Eighty percent, eighty percent, seventy to eighty percent of the money is on, on the Bengals. That scares me a little bit too, though. And what's your prediction? I just twenty seven to twenty four. What twenty seven? Oh, Chad, I got yours. Well, I didn't know that you that you were referring to, Ed. I said Aaron. No, you said what's your prediction? You did say Aaron to cut out. I, I caught it. That's why I said I texted it to you. <laughs> this is how Kelly has communicated with me for the past three weeks. Eye rolls. Sounds about right. That's how we all communicate <laughs> with you. <laughs> It's not newsflash. It's not the last three weeks. It's the last thirty years. Forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, you, have, you have fifteen years of grace. <laughs> oh, I started way before I was fifteen, bro. <laughs> that shit started the minute a word came out of my I, mouth. I meant, I meant, I meant her, her tolerance. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, we've been together for twenty-three, so twenty-three. <laughs> I'm sure the first night we met, she rolled her eyes at some point in time about this fucking idiot. (laughs) Where do I place that bet? (laughs) (laughs) Over under 0.5 days. I'm taking the under. (laughs) All right. You guys got anything else we want to put out there? Chat rolling. 
Oh yeah, Scott Rowland. See, I don't want to talk about the Reds because they have the they've already cut like thirty percent of their payroll. More and, payroll than anybody else. And, and Nick crawls like we're not adding anybody else, so you know, back it in, root for these guys. Uh, okay, but, but I guess Scott my Rowland. question is, I can't root for Scott Rowland going into the Hall of Fame because he's that's going the St. Louis Cardinal. Cardinal. Yeah, that's the St. Louis Cardinal. It's so good yeah. here, though. Uh, did they okay, win a World Series? Ed? Oh, they didn't. They fucking World Series. Did they? Did they make? Did they make the NLCS? Ed with Scott no, they, they Never the successful. Bag. Never successful because we never won a World Series. Yep. It's yeah. all. It's all bad. Did they win a playoff series with Scott Rowland? Ed? They didn't. No, we don't want a playoff series. And it's nice. That's, that's, that's a that's a St. Louis Cardinal. I'm out. Bob Huggins mm. sucked. He never won a. a National championship. Never made a championship game. Unsuccessful. Did you hear that? Did you hear Ed Chad? He said yeah. he, he said, Would you rather uh you know, have if no if, this no there's there was no rather. This, there was no rather. No, he said he said if Bob Huggins made the championship game every year and lost, would that not would that be successful? If you yeah, if you fans of this damn. town would have hated him eventually. Bingo. Bingo! Thank you, Chad. Thank you. Eventually. Because of because there are people it's like not, you. The question wasn't because the there question, are people like you. The, the question wasn't. No, I was. People hate him. The question was: Is that successful? Yes, oh, yeah, it that's is. Successful as shit. That's yeah. wildly successful. Okay. The only other. Uh, what the, Aaron, <laughs> just get us out of here. Two different things. The only other lightning round thing I had, I saw today, uh, Michael Jordan is now dating Scottie Pippen's uh, ex-wife. Michael Jordan's mm-hmm. son is dating Scottie That's Pippen's ex-wife. That's been going ex-wife. on forever. It's been a yeah. thing. Get us um, out of here, Aaron. That's the show. Another episode of Pardon the Punctuation. We're going to do better on having, potentially, having a lightning round and all of that. But until next Tuesday, until next Tuesday, for Ed, for Jeff, for Chad, and myself, we will see you next week, 9-15 on Tuesday. Who day? See ya! Who day? Ba-da-ba.